Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Imperfect Mommying, and we have a very special guest today who I'm going to let her introduce herself. <laughs> Hello, uh, my name is Ngozi Okafo. I am a mindset coach for moms, uh, for mom uh, entrepreneurs who uh, lack self-worth and confidence, and I help them build their confidence, build their self-worth so they can create their lives they love, dominate in their business and in their lives. It's so amazing and super important. And you and I are similar in what we do. And um, so what do you feel like the biggest struggle? You mentioned self-esteem, self-worth. Yes. Is that something that you think that, that all moms struggle with, that most moms struggle with? Is it? I know I've struggled with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wouldn't say all moms struggle with it because I don't know all moms, but I would say a pretty large amount of moms do struggle with this from, from the um, moms I've spoken with, my, from my own personal experience. Mm -hmm. This is something that we struggle with. No one gives us a manual um, right. before we become moms. Our moms never had manuals and they did the best they could given what they had. So... Definitely, I think this is something that many moms struggle with um, from my experience. Yeah. Yes. So what's, uh, what's a way that you help um, with self-esteem? Um, is, yes. is it inside the business where they're struggling with self-esteem? Is it inside being a mom that they're struggling with their self-esteem? Or is it across the board? It's across the board. It starts, everything starts with ourselves. Um, this issue of uh, self-esteem, self, low self-worth, low confidence, I've noticed with uh, many uh, mums, it has come from childhood and they take it into their to adulthood. So it is across the board. And if they haven't got the confidence, the self-esteem in themselves, this affects their ability to work in charge their worth for in their business. It affects their relationships with their family, their children. It's across the board. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. And you asked me how I help, did you say? Mm, yes. Yes. So um, I um, run a blog which uh, gives help, uh, mental health tips, self esteem, self worth tips. Um, and that's just information. But I also offer um, coaching. Um, where I would we have I have a nine step uh, program which uh, goes through mindset, um, self awareness, habits to cultivate which will help build confidence and help moms shape their self worth, um, and 
it really boils down to who we are, who ourselves are, who we are as in our authentic selves, basically. And when we know who we are, what our values are, what our purpose is, we can start to live according to those values. And that gives us, um, helps us to live more fulfilled and joyful lives. And that basically um, transcends or cuts across our finances, our relationships and our health as well. Yeah. I mean, you're speaking my language because number one, I love helping people with this. <laughs> number two, <laughs> I've struggled with this um, yeah. myself. Like, and it, I don't know that it ever really goes away a hundred percent. Like we still, no matter what we, w- w- there's s- little areas that are going to keep creeping up. Like for me specifically, um, this pon- podcast launches uh, July 1st. We are pre-recording most of the episodes. Um, and I just posted today, I've known about this podcast for at least six weeks. And I just posted today that the podcast is launching. I've had the banner for a long time. I've had, <laughs> I've had all of this information. And then yesterday, my friend practically screamed at me to post that I was featured in a magazine that one of my blogs was featured in a magazine. And it's, there's that little voice that says, nobody cares. Nobody here you go bragging again about all the stuff that you're doing. And Mm -hmm. that's not the reaction that I got to it at all. Like every, every comment has been so exciting and congratulations and way to go. And, like some people even saying you deserve this. And it's like, whoa, that was disruptive. Do I deserve it? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yes, yes. This is, this mirrors exactly what I have gone through, still going through. This is a journey. It doesn't ever go away. I think we build our confidence by taking the action, knowing what we want, taking the action that we want and consistently working at it because it never goes away. Yeah. I, I don't think it ever goes away. It, we just grow and evolve. I mean, we, yeah. we, we're still living, aren't we? So it's, it's daily challenges, but this is, this is life. Yeah. How do you think that self-esteem affects parenting specifically? Because I think most of my listeners, um, I would imagine that some of them are business owners, um, but I, I like to talk to non-business owners just as much as I like to talk to mm-hmm. the entrepreneurs um, that are listening. But how do you think that low self-esteem affects you as a parent? It affects us in many ways. Yeah. We, you know, if we have low self-esteem, we second guess ourselves. We're not sure if we're doing the right thing, parenting properly. And then apart from our children picking up, p- picking up on these negative vibes, you know, we, we're, what are we teaching our children? It definitely impacts our parenting. We, if we don't have our self-confidence, we may not be, we most probably will not be able to impact or positively impact our children in terms of teaching them their own self-worth, their own confidence, their own self-esteem. So, and then the cycle just continues. It definitely impacts um, our parenting. You know, self, low self-esteem can lead to depression. And if we're depressed, if we're not looking after ourselves, if we're not building ourselves up, 
how are we effectively parenting our children? It definitely, I mean, entrepreneurs, workers, you know, whoever. Right. Once, if you're a mum without your self-esteem or not knowing your self-worth, you've got low confidence, you don't believe in yourself. It definitely impacts not only us, but our children and our, even our other relationships. Right. Yeah, yeah that's the, basically the premise of, of the, uh, the podcast is that, you know, when that our kids aren't watching or they're not listening to our lectures they're not listening to us say you know think highly of yourself and which if your if your self-esteem is super low you might even tear your children down because we don't we're not born hating ourselves that's a very unnatural thing mm-hmm. and self-esteem low self-esteem is a, a version of self-hatred and yeah. we're not born that way and so a lot of times like we won't we won't even realize that we're doing it so a, a girlfriend of mine just told me yesterday i reference her on the podcast quite a bit because <laughs> i know she's listening um but you know she she grew up with people telling her she's not pretty to you know you're too fat you wear too much black blah 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 like all these things about her and so she has a little girl and she's self-healing through parenting which is something I did in the beginning too like I parented differently because of certain things that that were um that I had experienced and and so she's doing the same thing and so she tells her daughter she's beautiful and and her daughter is is or her her my friend's husband the father of her daughter is talking to his mother and the their daughter comes in front of Zoom and she and she's just da, 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 chat, chitter chatter chitter chatter and she says I'm beautiful, and the her grandmother says, "Well, I would go that far, but you're pretty, right?" <laughs> if you're not watching the video, uh, Ngozi just made a, a face. <laughs> you know, it's just. Could like could you imagine hearing that as a three year old? Like, I I don't I I pray <laughs> she didn't hear it or, and that it didn't register. But that speaks to me, knowing what I know about the way our brains work, is that she that that grandmother doesn't feel very good about herself, mm-hmm. or she has beliefs around beauty. And you don't want to give a kid too big of a head. And one of my best friends is raising two girls. And she says, I would rather peel them from the ceiling Mm. (laughs) than lift, than scrape them off the floor. Absolutely. The world is going to beat them down. You don't need to contribute to it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the home, the relatives, the family should be a safe space for the children. And this this just sounds so I mean, I, I, I've admitted it in other places, but definitely I did not parent my children um, very well. Uh, I repeated the patterns that I was trying to run away from or the, the patterns that sent me away from home mm. at an early age. I was I saw myself repeating in my children and it's, it, it is sad if 
parents don't recognize this and change this because the home the parents and you know, grandparents should be the safe like the comfort place for the children that we're, we're there to cultivate them and nurture them and and give them that self-confidence and um, make them believe that they are worth it you know um but yeah <laughs> I know it, it hurts your heart to hear stories like that. And this is happening mm-hmm. every day in, in a lot of households and, and, you know, what, what you described repeating the cycles from, you know, your childhood, I call I, there's, so there's cycles that we have that we're aware of, mm-hmm. right. The there's, my mom was an alcoholic. I didn't like how that felt. I'm going to not be an alcoholic. Um, that's just the example I use. My mom was an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> but th- those are the like, those are the cycles that we are aware of. We don't want to repeat. We're very conscious of them and we do our best. And sometimes yeah. they still, we open our mouth and our mother comes out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so, but there's little things that I call the silent cycles, the things that, that, sucked but didn't suck bad enough I guess to Mm. to correct um or that we weren't even aware of them that to um that they happened and my example of that and I call that the silent cycle and my example is you know my dad when he would spill something or um he's in the car he spills coffee on himself and he would hit the the steering wheel and say dang it and that was just that was his reaction to spilling something. And so, you know, like father, like daughter, I'm 33 years old or something or 34, 35 years old. I spill coffee on myself three days in a row because I'm that good. Um, (laughs) And I didn't hit anything, but I, I got upset. I said, dang it. And, um, and the third time it happened, the third day, my son says, why do you get mad when you spill something? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And um, now, like I spilled something on myself the other day because that hasn't changed. And, <laughs> um, and my reaction was <gasps> instead of mad, it was shock instead of anger. And again, he, he noticed and he said, he said, what happened? Oh, you spilled something, (laughs) (laughs) you know? And so not being aware of those patterns is, is what creates, you know, the repeating of them. And so that's why personal development is so, is so important. And, you know, hopefully the things that, that you did with your children, you've been able to repair them as you've, as you've healed. Definitely. Um, This is why um, I say it starts with the self. For me, it started with myself. I, I, it seemed like I woke up one day and I I just had enough. I just wanted, I wanted a different life and I got into personal development, self-development, self-help, self-healing. And it's been a journey. It's been a process. It hasn't been what didn't take one day um, and I'm still on that journey but definitely um, I've um, changed a lot of things changed my parenting style because at the end of the day these children are 
that they are beings themselves. They've got their own path, their own purposes as well that they need to learn and we need to help them to develop and, you know, in, in a safe environment. Yeah. So, yeah. And I think that one of the things that's been really freeing for a lot of the guilt that, that I would create in, in my own parenting is that um, I think I saw a meme that was business related, but I'm going to relate it to parenting that, you know, your, your path in life is, you know, God's plan for you, right? The God, the universe, whoever, there's a plan for you in your life. Yeah. And inside the plan, he's factored in your mistakes. Mm. And so if you take that into a parenting context, our children were born to us for a reason. They were in, they're in our lives for a reason. Yeah. And that reason includes the things that we're going to do to that, that are going to be mistakes that we're going to decide our mistakes. <laughs> and I'm using air quotes if you're not watching the video. So, you know, cause the things that we decide things that are our mistakes, you know, and I know that my mom has felt a lot of guilt about the thing, the choices that she's made in her life and the things that she did or didn't do as, as a parent. And in reality, like all of those things that she did, all the things that my dad did, all the things that my step-parents did, all the things that have happened in my life have been part of my journey. And without those pieces of the journey, I wouldn't be where I'm at. And I wouldn't be helping who I'm helping. And the big reason that I like to focus on guiding moms to joy is yeah. because I'm currently living a joy-filled motherhood slash life. And I wanted that so much for my mom growing up that I have a soft spot for moms who are struggling. And I want like mm -hmm. this kind of thing wasn't available back then the way that it's available now, you know? And so that's part of my mission. And so, you know, your, your kids have a mission and you, sometimes you're messing them up <laughs> or making mistakes, air quotes, messing them up, yeah. air quotes, <laughs> you know, is part of the journey. Absolutely. I mean, even um, my, we're on a similar journey, um, as, as you mentioned, because yeah. even my, my coaching is focused on mums. Right. Because I, I watched my mom. I saw how she struggled and, um, you know, despite being, married she she appeared to me to be a single mom so her struggles influenced me built some resentment in me um, against my dad but if he hadn't done that I wouldn't have developed this <laughs> so all these things that happen to us are actually happening for us yeah. they're there for us to learn lessons to to help other learn lessons overcome things and help other people that would be going through similar um, similar issues because even though that we are there are billions of us in the world there are things that many of us there are things that are similar across the board so yeah our, our, our past has happened to us to shape us and to help us to fulfill our purpose as well I remember the first time I heard that 
that phrase. What if thing what if things in your life didn't happen to you, but mm. they happened for you? And inside my struggle hearing that for the first time, you just want to flip off the person that said that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, you just yeah, it's not it's not something that you want to hear in the middle of your struggle. But when you get out of the struggle and you're in the struggle for a reason, yeah. you know, and that, that struggle is happening for you. And when you look for what's happening, the thing happening for you, you know, you, it, you're going to heal from it a lot faster when you're looking for those lessons inside the pain. You know, my, I, my, my divorce, I was so resentful for so long that that we got divorced because that was not my plan. That was not part of my plan. In fact, he swore to me that he didn't care how unhappy he was in our marriage. He was not going to leave, which wasn't comforting on one level, and it was super comforting on the insecure level, you know. Mm-hmm. But that ended up not being true, and I was angry about it. And and ultimately, it's the best thing that's happened to me. It's probably the best thing that's happened for our son because he gets to experience a different type of me and he gets to experience another type of dad. Mm. And it's, you know, he, he gets to, right now, he's got a couple of stepsisters that he loves and you know, anytime that he tries to say, how come, how come you and dad don't get back together? I don't know why he wants that. He's never experienced it. It's just, <laughs> that's what kids want. Yeah. And, you know, every time he says that, I'm like, well, your life would be incredibly different if we were to, if we were still together. And you know how you don't like it when me and Larry have little disagreements. Your dad and I had big disagreements. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's very, um, when we go through the pain, we, we don't see the benefit of it, but imagine staying in that. Would you rather have that or would you rather grow from it and, and have the, the joy, as you mentioned, the joy and the fulfilled life? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And I definitely <laughs> wouldn't appreciate the life that I have now mm. if I hadn't gone through the life that I was living back then and the pain that I was in back then. And, you know, and I, I realized the other day that one of the reasons I was, st- I was angry at his dad was because he was not me and he did things different than me. <laughs> and what I was doing was, what I felt was best and he, his dad was doing different things and I didn't appreciate that he wasn't me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, like, I laugh now because like, it's so ridiculous, you know, parent kids need two different styles. Like they, they don't need two of the same person. They need to experience different things. Yeah. I, 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 feel, I almost feel like I'm talking to myself because yeah. this, I, I had this need to control like this is what I this is I mean from religion or places to go even um, activities or 
you know, ex- um, nights out. And it, I felt the need to control, mm. control what, or even micromanage what my children were doing, even what my husband was doing. But now looking back, I know it was because I, I didn't love myself. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't value myself and I was judging myself. Right. I didn't know that at the time, but looking back, it's, it's, that's what it was because now that I've let go of all, all of that and learning to love myself and be more appreciative of myself, all of that has reduced. <laughs> so. Yeah. And the more out of control you feel on the inside, the more control, the more you try to control the external. Yes. And yes. we don't have control over anybody but ourselves and we don't even really have control over ourselves <laughs> it's true it, it really exactly i mean yeah. we, we we have our plans we do our visualization and our practice we, we plan what we would like mm-hmm. but then how do we know what's going to happen in a minute or two right. Right. you know yeah. so the best the easiest is to focus on our our what we can control right what's the COVID called us our circle of influence <laughs> so, you know remain right. in that just and, and block out all the external yeah. noise if there was one piece of advice that you could give to moms what would what would your advice be it would be um forgive yourself mm. it, it's twofold really forgive yourself and for any past mistakes and just start now yeah we always have now we always have today so don't judge yourself and don't dwell on the mistakes you've made in the past because that's not really going to, that's not going to change anything. Yes, acknowledge it, realize you made these mistakes and acknowledge that you want to you improve and make plans that, of what you are going to do, but don't dwell on the past and don't judge yourself because you're only going to depress yourself and keep living in the past, which is not helpful for yourself and it's not helpful for your children. I I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there a book that was exceptionally um, impactful for you along your personal development growth journey? Yes, there have been many books, but the one I've, uh, I I will uh, talk about or just mention is "You Can Heal Your Life," which is mm. uh, by Louise Hay. Yes. Um, so our our brain, our mind can control or does control what happens in our body, you know, and when we quieten our mind and give, feed ourselves with positive, positive information, not saying that everything that would happen to us would be positive, but the way we deal with it would be positive and that would impact our body and uh, remove dis-ease um, from our bodies, which I've experienced myself, you know, healing. I'm, I'm on this journey of healing myself, um, you know, and, yeah, it's the mind is very powerful and we can heal we can heal our lives. Yeah. And our minds are actually wired to find problems. <laughs> that was a survival mechanism in, you know, caveman days. Like there's there's a tiger in that bush over there. Like we have to be constantly looking for the tiger yeah. or we're gonna die. And because our our brain is wired to the negative to look for the problems we have to feed it the positive we mm. have to be intentional about to counteract that like i haven't watched the news like ever in my life <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but 
when I was 22, I remember there was this new there. I, I was living with my uh, in-laws um, for a short amount of time and there they watched the news constantly. And so I would, you know, just sit and hang out with them. And there was this news. Um, what do they, what do they call it? News story. <laughs> it's like, it's not an article. <laughs> um, there was this news story that I, I'm not even going to repeat it. And I just remember for the rest of I, what I'm 38 now. So I'm still talking about it 16 years later <laughs> that yeah. it's like, I will not watch the news. This is why I don't watch the news because it was so upsetting to me. And I, every once in a while I'd get sucked into watching like talk shows and stuff. And, and that's just fancy, fancy news um, <laughs> or slightly more entertaining news, you know? And I, there was a, I was watching Ellen. <laughs> I love Ellen. <laughs> I do love Ellen. I love her energy, but there was a, um, it might've been Ellen. It might've been the talk. I don't remember, but there was a, there was another um, story where, you know, an autistic child was being bullied on uh, the bus by the bus driver, I think. Mm -hmm. And I just, I burst into tears. Like I was trying to put makeup on and everything. And I burst into tears and I just, it's stuff like that mm. that just like do we need to know about this is this is this information that we need to know about like unless you're going to go do something about it you know it's like i don't know it's it's a fine line because mm. we should be informed and we need to fill our 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 minds with positive things so I'm backpedaling just a little bit. <laughs> no, no, I, absolutely. I've been, I've been sort of wanting to say, well, yes, me too. High five because I don't watch the news either. Right. Uh, and every so often my mom would call forward well, almost every day. She's actually reduced it now because I, I, I've, I don't, I don't open those, those, um, the things she forwards to me, like the bad news and war going on here and there and people killing each other in different places. And even the, 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 the global issue going on right now. Yes, it's, it, it, it's there, but I don't need to hear of the negative. I mean, I don't know, like you say, it's, it's, it's a fine line between, do we, we need to be aware of what's going on, but do we really, are we, what are we doing? What are we why are we knowing about things? Are we going to fix it or are we just, just knowing for the sake of it? So, so if I'm, it's, yeah, just I don't feeding, watch it's just feeding the lizard brain that yeah. is looking for the danger and it puts your body in a state of panic. And, exactly. and we wonder why we have such high anxiety. And like back in the day, we used to have a village helping raise our kids and now we're trying to do it all by ourselves because mm -hmm. of all the things that we hear in the news that yeah. happens to kids. Like we don't let our kids walk down the street to their friend's house anymore or ride their bike down, you know, and, and come home when the lights, when the street lights come on. Like that's how we were raised in the eighties. <laughs> you, you, yeah. you don't come home until the light or until the lights are on and you just play outside and you have a lot of fun. And, you know, I told my son that and he goes, man, I wish I could have lived in that time. Like yeah. we have yeah. play dates now. 
it's it's yeah it's you're you're right you're you're so right and you know um and i think the thing is we, with we can attract some of these things to ourselves if we focus on a lot of these things you know where we focus our energy on that those things grow so yeah we we you know if we especially if a lot of us have um faiths and if we have our faith and if we believe in god and source we really need to focus our energy on that and and build our faith resilience and just not be fearful not live in fear you know because i think that we actually affect the world more by focusing on the positive than we do listening and listening to the news and the negative like there's significantly more positive happening Um, yes you know, we raise the vibration of the world by raising our own vibration. Yes. And um, I call Louise Hayes, you can heal your life. I call that the magic book because yeah. my, uh, in my coaching calls, I would talk about, you know, this, that, or the other pain. And she would read the book and she would give me, she would read the, the passage and she'd give me the affirmation and the thing would go away. And I'm like, okay, what's the magic book say about this? <laughs> What's the magic book say about that? And then I finally got my own copy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because every part of our, and if you think about it or look at it, with the, I don't know if you've seen the diagram, the brain with the nerve, the nervous system, basically, Mm -hmm. the nerves go into every part of our body. So why wouldn't it, why wouldn't what we think and and what we're putting in our minds affect our body? Because, you know, it really does. It really does. I definitely believe it. So, and I've healed myself of, anxiety depression eczema chest pain body pain yeah no right, I, I love that look book up eczema <laughs> <laughs> my son my son has these you know right around his elbows and um yeah. you know i i started washing his well all of my cleaning products come from this one all natural company and um i think i'm allowed to say it so like <laughs> It's called Melaleuca and he's been using Melaleuca soap and, and body wash and everything comes from them because it's all natural products. And then when I stopped using them for a little while, I packed all my stuff away when I went, when I got divorced and I was living with my parents and I was using their stuff and he just had this rash all over his body and I switched Uh back to melaleuca and the rash all over his body went away well now i think he leans on um on other fabric like on the couch and he leans on it because it's only on the elbows now so but i'm gonna i'm gonna look that up i didn't even know that was in there (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much ngozi for coming and uh pouring into our our listeners and um I, i really appreciate all that you're doing in the world you're welcome. And it's uh, thank you for having me. I, I've really enjoyed my time with you today. Absolutely. Yeah. So we will be back with another episode next week. Um, and I like to remind everyone to like, subscribe and review and all those fun things that help uh, the podcast grow in popularity. And um, we will see you next time. And until then, keep healing. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Momming. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. 
Don't just do it for your kids. Do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alishalyons.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A-L-Y-O-N-S.com. See you next time. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio.